Now, I have to apologize right away, right off the bat here, um, because unfortunately, I don't have a bit to start this podcast episode. I don't have a funny bit to open the episode with, and I know what you're thinking. Kev, how dare you? How could you not open this episode of Back to Jack Who with a funny bit? And I know, I know, your, disappointed is, your disappointment is valid. Trust me, I'm disappointed in myself, uh, but I just don't have anything to open with. Uh, that's actually a lie. I do have something to open with. But the problem is, is one, it's kind of spoilerly for, for the Book of Boba Fett, this first episode, and I don't want to start the podcast episode with a spoiler. And number two is it would have required me to do a Tamura Morrison accent and try and talk like Boba Fett, and that just can't happen. I can't do his voice. I can try to do his voice. I could, but you guys aren't going to hear it because it's so bad. Uh, so I, again, I'm sorry to disappoint. I'm sorry there's no bit to open this episode. Won't happen again. I'll I'll start planning out my bits from from here on out. But but for this one, I got nothing, and I'm so sorry. Anyway, welcome everybody to another episode of Back to Jakku, and it feels good to be doing this episode uh, because, as I'm sure all of you know, uh, the Boba Fett spinoff I've been waiting my entire life for, we have it now. It's here. It's finally here. Uh, I'm recording this on December 29th, 2021. I've already seen the episode twice, the first episode, and I just can't not talk about it. I need an outlet to just just ramble on about this show and about this character. And then I remembered I had a Star Wars podcast. So this is my outlet for that. I'm so excited to be here and to be doing this. Uh, and I just can't wait to talk about this show with all of you guys. So what's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome. Uh, this is going to be a uh, uh, the first part of a six-part uh, weekly series, I believe, because I think there's six episodes in the Book of Boba Fett, where I just kind of come on here by myself and, and keep it short and keep it sweet, uh, but just give my thoughts about each episode of the Book of Boba Fett as they uh, get released, because I, uh, I already love this show. I've been waiting the better part of... of my life for this show and it's finally here and i just i have to talk about it i have to talk about it uh so like i said we're going to be doing weekly episodes just me gonna try and keep it like 10 15 minutes because i know listening to a whole long podcast can be a commitment um but this episode is probably going to be a little longer because i have many thoughts that i just have to get out of my mouth uh so that's what's going to happen so Without further ado, uh, let's begin. Uh, I do want to go ahead and say spoiler warning. If you haven't seen Chapter 1 of The Book of Boba Fett, click off of this right now. Hit pause on Spotify. Hit pause on Apple Podcasts. Close out the YouTube tab. Whatever you're doing, get out of here. Go watch the episode. It's only like half an hour long. And then come back. Uh, but with that being said, let's get right into it. Uh, so before we begin talking about the episode, I kind of just want to talk about me a little bit. Well, look how selfish I am. Yeah, let's just not talk about Star Wars at all. I just want to talk about myself. <laughs> um, anyways, but I'm, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you know who I am. Uh, and you know that I've been a Boba Fett fanboy for literally my entire life. Like, literally, I don't even, I can't even go that far back like in my head to think about when I, I first fell in love with Boba Fett but I was probably like six years old uh, <laughs> suddenly Boba Fett is real to you some of us lived I have been a Boba Fett fan since I was six years old 
not the only one who likes the Mandalorian armor. Um, that's a bit. That's a bit I could have started with. Man, I'm disappointed that I didn't think of that before. Darn it. I could have opened the episode with that, and I just didn't. Well, I'm glad we got it now and, and, and not later on. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll start doing more bit planning from here on out. Anyway, so I've been a Boba Fett fan my entire life. Uh, I remember in fourth grade, I went as Boba Fett for Halloween, wore my Boba Fett costume to school for the Halloween party. It was sick. I got the inflatable jetpack like uh, accessory for it. Oh, I was, I was, I was rocking that Boba Fett costume. It was so cool. Um, and uh, Noah, I'm sure you guys know Noah. If you don't, he was my uh, co-host for Live at the Cantina, my last Star Wars podcast. Uh, he had a Han Solo collection, uh, like way back in elementary school. And I remember I wanted to rival that. So I started rivaling his Han Solo collection with my Boba Fett collection. So I would collect literally anything Boba Fett I could get my little Kev hands on. And I, uh, I got out like a shoebox full of Boba Fett stuff. Didn't even come close to rivaling Noah's Han Solo collection. He literally has so much Han Solo stuff, but I did make an effort. I made an effort, and I got up to a shoebox full of Boba Fett memorabilia. Uh, I still have it. It's in my closet. Uh, but, yeah, I've been a Boba Fett fan, stan, if you will, my entire life. Uh, and I've been waiting for a Boba Fett spinoff forever. I always wanted a movie. I wanted a movie about Boba Fett, like, being a bounty hunter, like, before he fell into the Sarlacc. Um but then I also wanted to see him like after the Sarlacc because there hasn't been a single day of my life where I actually believe that Boba Fett died in that Sarlacc pit. That just never happened. I remember in fourth grade printing out the Wikipedia page that talked about how he escaped the Sarlacc in Legends and then like bringing it to school one day and showing everybody like, hey, Boba Fett's not dead. Like this, this says it. Look, I printed it out. This says Boba Fett survived. Uh, so there hasn't been a, a moment in my life where I actually believed that he died in the Sarlacc. And so when he uh, got revealed in Mando Season 2, I, I was like, that was a big I told you so moment. And I was so excited. I lost my mind. But this isn't about Mando Season 2. This is about the Book of Boba Fett. Um, so let's get into it. I stayed up until 3 a.m. to watch it when it dropped right away on Disney+. Plus. First time I've done that with the Star Wars show. Never did that with any of the Mando episodes. Never did that with the Bad Batch. Uh, because it was just... Um, a little past uh, my bedtime, 3 a.m. Um, I just had my computer freeze on Audacity, uh, so hopefully that isn't an issue, uh, but it looks like it's fine now. Anyway, uh, th yeah, just 3 a.m., that was always way too late for me to stay up, but for Boba Fett, it's, it's, I'll do anything for Boba Fett. So uh, I stayed up to 3 a.m., uh, and right when I, I opened Disney Plus at 3 a.m. and I saw the Book of Boba Fett thing, the amount of just pure joy that I was filled with, I haven't felt that in such a long time, and it felt so good. I was just so, like, giddy and so excited, and I clicked play on the episode, and I just, I literally couldn't sit still. Oh my gosh, I was so excited, and I haven't felt that level of joy in a long time. It, it just really made me feel like a kid again, and and I just appreciate that. I love how that show and how this character can do that for me. And it's just such a it's such a dumb thing. Uh just Star Wars filling me with that much joy and that much excitement, but it just feels so good. And I just oh, I loved it. I loved it so much. So the episode starts and we get um Oh, they really didn't they didn't hold back right away. 
we see uh kind of we see the back to tank where he's in and, and everything and i don't have notes for this podcast by the way so i'm just going fully off of memory uh so i might get a couple of my details mixed up here but just just bear with me start out with back to tank and then we cut to camino topoca city oh my gosh i almost cried i almost cried when we saw topoca city um because obviously if you've seen the bad batch you know what happens there um Oh, and then you get the Django Fett flashback with the young Bola holding his helmet. Oh, so they really didn't hold back right at the beginning there. And then, oh my goodness. We see the inside of the Sarlacc. And I think it looks just like we all imagined it looked like. It's gross. It's slimy. It's it's uh, it's disgusting. It's gross. It's just nasty. It's nasty. It's a tight space. Um, and you see Boba in the Sarlacc uh, in his Return of the Jedi armor, which was nice to see, even though we didn't really get a good look at it. But to see Return of the Jedi Boba with, you know, the flight suit underneath and everything, that was cool. I like that a lot. I hope we do get more flashbacks where we can really see his Return of the Jedi armor uh, non-Sarlacc, you know. Uh, but so Boba, you know, he's in there and he's like, oh, I got to get out. So he sees a stormtrooper. uh and makes his way over to this this dead stormtrooper who unfortunately uh, found his way into the belly of the beast, uh, and then he like took out his like air breathing tube or whatever and put it in his own helmet, uh, showing his resourcefulness. And then he uses his flamethrower gauntlet to get out of the sarlacc. And I saw um, I saw something today uh, that uh, there's an episode of Parks and Recreation where um, I think the character's name is Garth, but he's played by Patton Oswalt. He's doing a filibuster, so he's just rambling on about stuff. And then one of the things he rambles on about is uh, his idea for, like, Episode 7 of Star Wars. And he's like, okay, it starts, you know, pan down on the, the desert twin sons of Tatooine. We see the the corpse of a Sarlacc and uh, pan down, and we see Boba Fett's gauntlet, the armored Mandalorian gauntlet of Boba Fett, reach up, grasp the sand, and pull his way out of the Sarlacc. And it's like, that's what happened. That's what happened. Um so that was that was funny uh, to see see that actually come true um and yeah we finally get to see how he escaped the sarlacc and i think it it lived up to to the expectations you know it was gross it was nasty and he was having a hard time um and then so he's you know he gets to the surface and he just passes out because obviously he was just inside of a sarlacc so then he gets his armor stripped by some Jawas, and then he gets captured by some Tusken Raiders, which those Tusken Raiders, the coolest Tusken Raiders we've ever seen. They looked awesome. Um, very cool costume design for them. Really love to see that. Um, then we cut to uh, uh, present day when he's in the Bacta tank getting his eyebrows back because Bacta can heal eyebrows, apparently. Not hair, but but eyebrows. Um so he's uh he's with Fennec and you know he goes back downstairs to the throne and everybody's kind of giving him gifts because he's the new crime lord and everything and then uh, it was funny because the first guy uh didn't speak basic so <laughs> Fennec and Boba were just kind of sitting there and then he goes did you get any of that <laughs> that was funny um and then you know there's the Trandoshan that brings him the Wookiee hair and then there's the the Twi'lek, who's the mayor's, like, major, I don't know, there's a word for it. Not the mayor, but, like, the mayor's second-in-command or whatever, the mayor's representative. Um, And there were many points 
when he was talking where I thought that he was just going to get blasted. Like, Bobo was just going to pull out his pistol and just blast him right then and there. Um, just because he seemed like the kind of guy that would get on Boba's nerves. But the way Boba is handling the situation is you heard it a million times in all the different teaser trailers is Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. See, that was the Boba Fett accent that just can't happen. That was horrible. That was horrible. I will say there are a couple lines of dialogue that Boba said that I think I can kind of do. Uh, Jabba ruled with fear. I, intu- I intend to rule, rule with respect is not one of them. So that was horrible, and I do apologize for uh, you guys having to hear that. But he's he's really kind of taking over with this new, not honor system, but this new way of doing things where, like, he doesn't travel on the litter when he goes into town. He walks on his own because, you know, he's capable of doing that, and he wants to be, like, seen as respected. It's like, hey, I'm not going to go above you people of Mos Espa, you know, I'm on your level, I'm here for you guys, I want to be this this respectful kind of crime lord, I'm not going to do things the way that Jabba or Bib did things, I'm going to do things my way, and my way uh, doesn't include, like, showing off or showboating or making me seem, like, better than everybody else, uh, which was really cool to see. Another thing about the whole honor thing, too, is we really got to see this for the first time in Mando Season 2. Um, in the episode where Boba shows up with Fennec uh, and the Groku gets taken, uh, they don't leave. They're like, hey, we, we made a deal uh, to you that we would be uh, in your service until the child gets brought back safely to you. And, um, you know, the, he just got stolen. So we're in this with you until Grogu comes back. And you really get to see that kind of like honor in Boba Fett, which is which was really cool to see. And I remember watching that episode for the first time last year and i was like wow that was that's neat i like that aspect of his character a lot and so you do kind of see that same honor system same same code of respect uh translated to the throne with boba when he's taking over as crime lord very cool to see very cool to see although i do think that is going to cause some issues later on because the people of Mos espa and people of tatooine are used to job of the hunt and i would assume bib fortuna who rule ruthlessly and who are who are vicious and mean and you know won't, won't hesitate to kill people uh whereas boba is trying to change the way that things are done uh but i don't think that the people are used to that and they might lose respect for boba because he's not going to be hard he's not going to just murder people for stepping out of line uh, and he's not going to rule the same way that jabba did and i do think that's going to cause some trouble for him later on because it's going to be like you, you know you know what I'm getting at. It's like the people are going to see him as weak, maybe. Um, so, I don't know. I think it's going to be really interesting to see where we go from here. Uh, speaking of weak, uh, Bobo was getting his, his butt kicked this episode. Um, now, I've seen people online complaining about that. That's that com- Those complaints are completely unwarranted, in my opinion. Dude's got to stay in back to, like, just to, to you know, operate, right? He got messed up bad, uh, and so he's not going to be the insane Boba Fett free Sarlacc that he used to be. He's gotta, he's gotta come back, and you know it's not an easy process to heal um, and everything. Um, but yeah, they when him and Fennec got jumped by those those um, I don't even know what you'd call them not guards but like bandits or whatever the, that other those energy shield people. 
uh, they were kind of getting their their booties kicked around until the Gamorrean guards uh, came in clutch. Uh, I like those two. I like those two a lot, the two Gamorreans. Uh, and so, you know, uh, then the fight kind of breaks out. A couple of them try to escape. One of them starts climbing a building. Boba just shoots a missile at him and disintegrates him. Oh, my gosh. I love that. And then so two of them are trying to escape on the rooftop, and Fennec Shand's after him. I'm like, you guys are not going anywhere with Fennec Shand after you. Good luck. Um, so eventually they do some really cool rooftop parkour, very Assassin's Creed-esque. I love that. Um, and then she kicks one of them off the roof, and the other one she captures because Boba wanted one of them alive for questioning, obviously. Um, and then we go back to... Uh, more flashbacks and we see that Boba was a prisoner of these Tusken Raiders and tried to escape and then got snitched on by the Rodian. Wow, what a loser. Honestly, what a loser that Rodian was. Just straight up. Boba literally offers to set him free. He asks if he want, wanted uh, him to cut his bonds. And dude just straight up opens his snout and just starts screaming. So Boba gets captured and then uh, one of the ch child Tuskins takes uh, the Rodian and Boba out, uh, and they watch this moisture farm get raided and everything, and then they start digging for the water, the water eggs, or whatever you want to call them. Um, and then so, you know, they're digging for, for water, and then the Rodian digs up something that is not a water egg, and it, it's, like, scaly. And my first thought was, like, that's a crate dragon, or that's a baby crate dragon. But then I was like, no, there's no way that a crate dragon would be just chilling that close to the surface. Um, but you obviously knew it was going to be some kind of creature. And it was. It was some kind of creature. Don't know if we've ever seen that creature before. I know we haven't in canon. I don't know if it's from Legends. I don't know what kind of creature it is. But it was very cool. Uh, and very scary, too. The, the head was just, oh my gosh, that's something out of a horror movie. Uh, creature design in Star Wars is always fantastic, though. Uh, so Boba pulls a pulls a Leia, pulls a Hut Slayer, and chokes the thing to death. Rodian gets murked. Good riddance. Uh, he had that coming. And then so the child, uh, Tuscan, they decapitate the head of the beast and they bring it to the Tuscans, and he's like bragging and stuff and like showing it off, which was really cool. Um, and then. Um, Boba's just kind of there off the chains and then he kind of earns the respect of the Tuscans and one of them gives him a water egg. Water egg is not the term for that. I just don't know what else to call it. Um, and so that's uh, how the episode ends is you, you kind of get to see how, how Boba earned the respect of the Tuscans and uh, which does make sense because we do see him carrying a, uh, a gaffy stick in the Mando season two and also one of the Tuscan rifles. I don't know what those are called. Um, so that kind of sets up uh, his appearance in Mando Season 2, I guess, or at least it makes sense of the weapons that he has. Um, but I really like this episode. I like this episode a lot. I think it was really interesting to explore his past and get some of those unanswered questions that we needed answered. Like, we got to see him escape the Sarlacc finally, and we got to see the Jawas strip him of his armor um, and everything. And I thought there was a part of me or not necessarily when I was watching the episode, but when I was watching it for a second time, um, when he was getting, uh, or I thought at some point he might be rescued by Cobb Vanth, and then that would make sense why Cobb Vanth still has his armor. Because if Bo if Cobb Vanth saved Boba Fett, then I think 
Boba would let him keep the armor. Um, but I don't know. If Cobb Vanth does show up in this show, I'm horrified, like actually like petrified, because I can't imagine that Boba is very fond of him uh, for having his armor. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, I'm not going to get too deep into like who I think is going to show up and everything because I'm kind of just going with the flow with this show because I don't like to over theorize or over speculate uh, about stuff like this just because I like to enjoy it for what it is and kind of just go along with the ride. Um, and I just know that whatever happens in this show, I'm just going to love and I don't think it's possible for this show to disappoint me in the slightest. So I don't want to give these expectations for myself and then have them not be met. Um, but yeah, I, I, it was really interesting to see those flashbacks and to see what Bobo was up to before the present day. And then really interesting to see present day um, and, and see kind of how he's going to start operating things. Loved the sanctuary or whatever it was called, the cantina place. We got Max Rebo, a Max Rebo cameo. He's still there. He's kicking it. They're playing a, a variation of the Cantina Band theme. Love it. Love to see it. Uh, this episode was so good. It was fun Star Wars. This episode was fun Star Wars. And I really just don't think you can ask for much more than that. I think it was a great first episode. A great way to introduce kind of Boba again. And kind of introduce his story at this current time. Uh, great balance of flashbacks and, and present day. Um Fennec is amazing, uh, and I just, oh, I love it. I love this show. I've only seen one episode, but I love it, um, and I, I just haven't been this into Star Wars since. I haven't been this into Star Wars since The Bad Batch, which, now that I'm thinking about it, was the last Star Wars thing we got, so that, that phrase doesn't really work, but it just feels good to be in it again, be in Star Wars again, and I know I'm just going to live in this show like I lived in the Bad Batch where I'm always just thinking about it and and just uh, having such a fun time with it. Star Wars is fun and I think this show is going to be a prime example of that. Um, but yeah, I just can't wait for more. Uh, it's it's incredible. I am going to be doing more of these weekly uh, recaps. Not recaps, but like my thoughts on every episode or and everything uh, just because I can't, I'm not going to be able to keep my mouth shut about this show and TikTok is not the place for long form, uh, discussion. So my podcast is where I will ramble and rant and just let all of my thoughts out. Um, so I think that's going to wrap it up for this one. I'm sure I missed a couple things. Oh, well, I want to keep these shorter on the shorter side anyway. Um, so do expect weekly, uh, little short episodes about each of the book of boba fett episodes i would love to have some of you on at some point uh to, to also discuss this show uh so hit me up whenever and we can make something work uh and if you made it this far in the episode thank you so much um i'm looking forward to doing more of these uh but you know the drill if uh back to jack Q and also live at the cantina if you made it this far in the episode head over to youtube and in the comment section down below drop Oh, what should it be this time? Hashtag, hashtag, um, hashtag, uh, uh, hmm, wow, I'm struggling. I should think of these beforehand, too, the ending hashtags, uh, hashtag, uh, hashtag stinky sarlacc, because the sarlacc does seem like it was stinky in there. Hashtag stinky sarlacc in the YouTube comments uh, to let me know you made it all the way. 
Uh, thank you guys so much for watching or listening or whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun doing this, and I'm looking forward to doing it week after week. Uh, so, yeah, thank you again. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you guys later. Peace out.